Hello and welcome everyone to Gunpowder Treason No Plot. I am your DM and host as always, Adam Cookson, and I am joined by my three lovely but horribly sweaty players, Matt Dennis, Flo Dennis, and James Bunkle. Hello. I'm not Hello. that sweaty. I've, I've got a fan. I'd say it was more, more, more of a sexy sweat than a, than a horrible sweat. You know? <laughs> no, I'm married to imagine, you. It's, it's not imagine, a sexy sweat. Imagine a glistening brow, you know. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Don't make me vomit. <laughs> Thanks, love. Bit of confidence from the wife there. Yeah. I just want the internet to know the lengths we're going to here. This is, on day of recording, the hottest day in Britain ever, I think. I think it broke the record earlier. And uh, at least two of us are in small offices with no fans or heating or anything else. So this might not be the longest episode. (laughs) And and, and to add desktop PCs as well, which are churning out heat at a phenomenal rate. And neither of us can put fans on because they'll get picked up by these mics. That's how much we love you, Internet. I'm doing fine, though, guys, so don't worry about me. No one asked you. (laughs) To be fair, I'm not too bad either. But <laughs> well, fuck you too. Fuck you, Bunker. You live in the north. It's always cold in the north. <laughs> <laughs> fuck the north. Oh, I miss the north. <laughs> I miss the north <laughs> so much. <laughs> I miss Hull. <laughs> Said no one ever. It was so cold in Hull. <laughs> it was. <laughs> oh. Anyway, they are returning this evening, playing their usual characters. Tommy the Gunslinger, Sophia the Monster Hunter slash Cleric. Oh yeah, and Tommy's now a rogue as well. I need to get used to this uh, this change of pace. And uh, Rogar the Paladin Sorcerer. I think Rogar should have been a rogue. It would have rhymed better. Yeah, um, it would. <laughs> are you still a Paladin, Rogar? Yes, yes, I'm still a Paladin. It's Paladin. Not shit. <laughs> Less good than you were before. Yeah. Slightly worse than before. <laughs> so shit. Yeah. So uh, that brings us on to last session where Sophia invaded a temple and got given a gift for her trouble. And she's now a cleric. And she found yeah. out that uh, the Doom Guide of Columbo has gone missing and hasn't been back for a few days. Worrying times indeed. Tommy learned how to hide behind a chair and pick a lock slightly better, so good for him. Fuck yeah. And Rogar invaded House Landrin to steal some items, and it ended in his death. Again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, my logic wasn't as sound as I'd hoped. Yeah, it's, it's an understatement. I mean, I mean, when, when you when you can't technically die, I mean, it's worth a punt, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, suppose. Hmm. And you yeah. got a cool new sword. Oh no, I got I got what I went for, which yeah. is cool. But you know, the whole yeah. Imagine if you didn't. That would have like... really sucked. <laughs> yeah, that would have really sucked. <laughs> Next time you see Marcel, he's wielding a great sword. <laughs> Tommy, you're the only one who hasn't seen Marcel, so... I, 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 I've, I've not seen anyone from your court, in fact. My court? Actually, actually, technically, yeah, well, the, the Landrin court. Mm-hmm. Uh, technically, I have. I've seen some guards in the basement, I think. Yeah, but you haven't seen any, like, you haven't seen the Doctor or... Nope. No. So, I wonder what, well, what must Marcel would do to you? Um, well, t- Tommy would fucking do one, so... <laughs> <laughs> 
and, and then, and then from, from, a, from a distance, I might pop a couple of shots off at him. But, <laughs> but that's about it. I need to go and see, um, see a man about a gun, by the way. Yeah, I did wonder if you remember that all your guns are broken. Yeah, I do. <laughs> are you going to try to fix them yourself, or are you just going to try to run to Valman? Um, I might have a go at the long gun myself, but I, I'm, I'm tempted to go to Valmin because, uh, you know, I, I can't fuck them completely if I give them to Valmin. Yeah. So, to uh, finish the recap, though, Rogar, yes, broke into House Lander and tried to steal a sword and a book, got killed for his trouble in one attack, and then came back from the dead a little bit more dead than he was previously, as he is now some horrifying abomination of ghoulish nature. His once blue lustrous scales are now a little bit sallow and grey. Most of his face is completely transformed into this horrifying ghoulish visage with a sort of stubby little nose and like uh, long pointed ears and just kind of a greyish tone to his skin in places where the scales have completely disappeared. His eyes are glowing, this yellowish undead glow. And yeah, he looks kind of awful all around. And the other reason Heinrich hasn't had a bit of a fit when you showed up is that I'm assuming Rogar's wearing his helmet like he normally does. Yes, he is. <laughs> so he just sees a giant guy in plate. <laughs> Thank God <laughs> for that helmet. <laughs> well, I mean, at least, at least you've still got a face. I'm not entirely sure I do. <laughs> yeah, imagine like if you had to wear a mask when, like, in this weather. I mean, you'd, your face would be falling off. It would, yeah. Luckily, Varadin is in the north, so... Sorry, yeah. it's cold up north. It's fine. <laughs> that's why that's why Rogar's not sweating his ass off in full plate. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was pretty much the last episode. You rounded it off by going to see Heinrich and finding about this important council meeting that Kren has called, and he's kind of giving you the lowdown on what to do when you're in there and what to do afterwards, which is go to a secret revolutionary meeting. Uh, he'd, ex he'd explain that he'd want you to come back to him personally. So you've got the Sending Stone. You can let Sophia know when you're out of uh, the Court of Eternal Truth, which is Kren's uh, palace. And uh, yeah, it would be time to plot the final stages of the revolution, it would seem. But you have a lot of information to gather first. Yes. We certainly do. Right, so I think, I think we need to have a bit of a sit down and have a bit of a think about how we're going to do this. How you're going to do this. Well, yeah. I'm using we, you know, the royal we. Um, <laughs> what do you think, guys? Well, I'm talking. I'm talking out of character at the moment. Just like, what do you think, other players? How are we going to approach this? Right. Well, what we what we need to do is um, obviously, if you can get inside with the servants, which is the plan, then do that. And it's just that we need to find any other possible escape route other than the one that he's given you. Mm -hmm. Another way in, which has be the same as an escape route to me. Yeah. Or or if there's like a, you know, if there's like a, an entrance that isn't guarded quite as well. Kind of like in 300, the, the goat path where they came up behind them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About. We're looking for something like that. Um, and other than that, it's the actual information that this guy from the south, well, there's a person coming from the south, they said, to, to speak. Yeah. So we need to know what he's got to say. Yeah, I mean, I'll, 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 I'll be, I'll, I'll be doing the classic spy thing of wandering around with a tray full of drinks. Yeah, yeah. You know, pretending to be a, a, a waiter in the hopes that that I can pick up on various bits of the conversation. Now, what what about this the amulet you've got? What, the one that can scry or Yeah. Could you guys use that? 
Oh, um, actually, I did mean to announce this at the start of the uh, show, so thank you for reminding me. Um, as it is with homebrew items, there's always a chance that I decide later down the line that they're either too overpowered or too underpowered, and that involves me changing them. And <laughs> I decided... Well, this one's for the benefit of you guys. That's Yay! why I didn't mention it beforehand. I decided on Reflection, the Seer's Amulet. I'm going to get rid of the attunement necessary. It is just usable by someone. Oh, oh cool. It can still only be used once a day, regardless of who uses it. But there is no longer an attunement requirement. So you can update your notes on that one. Whoever's wearing it can use it. That's Got cool. It. Okay. So, well, I deem this to be super OP in the future. That attunement might come back, but I think it's going to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> so... Right, so then I suppose I could keep hold of it if I don't have to attune to it, but I don't mind if we give it to somebody else because somebody else might be able to concentrate a little bit better. As I'm just thinking, it might be worth somebody on the outside using it and you basically using it to keep an eye on you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so it can scry and just stay on a fixed point. Or a person. Or a person, and, and if Tommy's on our side, then he's going to let us see him. Yeah, yeah, so you can choose to fail. How long will that last for? It's ten minutes. Ooh, that's not long. It's not long, but... But if, say, Tommy misses the rendezvous, you can find out yeah. what happened to him, for example. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Or, or I, I, I've, I've got the Horn of Gondor, haven't I? Yeah, uh, so that is 600 feet, which isn't quite as far as you might think. Yeah. Like, it's a decent distance on a map, but someone would have to be quite close to the palace to hear it, or you quite I'm, I'm thinking if, if the, I'd want the guys quite close to the palace anyway, because mm -hmm. if shit goes south, I, I wouldn't mind some backup that I can reliably... Well, then, why don't, why don't we wait in the tunnel? So I'm assuming this, this tunnel that goes under the prison, I'm assuming that it's, it's, it's relatively well hidden. Yeah, they don't know where it is. They don't know where it comes out. Is the, that's why you're going there. Right, right, right. So that's why he wants us to find that tunnel. So we yes. wouldn't. Shit. Mm. Well, I so... mean, I mean, you guys could try looking for it while I'm in there. Yeah. You mean on the outside? Yeah, yeah. Try looking for look for where it comes out. Well, that's the problem. If if it could come out anywhere in the city, or even outside the city. Okay. Yeah. To give you guys a general sense of scale, um, Varadin. If you took like the whole of Varadin as a city, is like six square miles mm. yeah it's we're not needle in a haystack i would yeah, say okay yeah so so we can't do that but i mean you, you can scry on me if i get stuck and i and if i if i if i can contact you via the horn to show to tell you that well, no you could you could send it via the messaging stone yeah if things i can go do. bad i can and then yep. we will scry for you yeah and if you guys could be like as near to the palace as you can reasonably be without being yeah. arrested. We could pretend to be hobos. That'd be good. Um, I mean, Rogar already looks like a hobo, so it's fine. Hobo and full plate. Yeah. Well, just his face then. His face looks like a hobo. <laughs> um, I, I, I'd err on caution of having Rogar without his helmet on. I'm just yes. going to put that out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. No. yeah I think we'll um, keep the helmet on. <laughs> and me, I don't really want to be seen. Well, actually... No, people don't aren't really looking for me anymore. Why don't you go in as Sophia Landrin the Noble? Do you think that will fly? I don't know, but to me, it makes sense that nobles use their children as like pawns, as bargaining chips. And to, to me, to send you in there, though I suppose it would seem out of character, mm. it might be, it might also seem in character because. 
I'm guessing more than just him know that his son's missing. I'm guessing that everybody's got eyes and ears everywhere. Yeah, I'm assuming they've got a decent spy networks. They also know that you you would have had wanted posters up around you, and their wanted posters came down, so they obviously caught you. So perhaps, perhaps that was the case. Didn't they, they, my dad told me to like keep my head down though. He did. Oh, he did, did he? Right. Okay. But it's it's up to you if you want to break that. <laughs> exactly, it is. Um, I mean, I'd say this if you are considering that, Sophia, mm-hmm. you would know that the other main noble houses will likely, at least most of them, would likely know that you left and probably not under the best terms. You could potentially bluff your way past that, but they, you have to go into that knowing that they would be difficult to convince that you just not only reappeared, but are also in good enough graces to attend a, ki- a council meeting with the leader of the city. Without my dad there. Yeah, like if your dad was with you, or even fine. if, like, even if the court was with you or some of the members yeah. of the court, they might be able to pass, but... If I get caught, would they put me in the prison? Potentially. Ooh. Also possibly a good thing. Mm, so I'm thinking. Without any gear, though. Yeah, mm. that's the problem without any gear, yeah. And, and, and uh, Cookson's like, potentially. So I'm guessing he doesn't want me to do that. Well, well I'm, I'm, I'm just thinking that the, the, the last thing we want is for... Uh, the, for the problem with, with having two of us in there, whilst it would be really nice to have some backup, is that that doubles our chances of getting found out. Yeah, yeah. true. Yeah. And, okay. and, if, and, and, if, and if if I am trying to escape stealthily and I've got to try and mount a rescue mission as well, or, or vice versa, you're, you're trying to get out as a noble, but you've now got to go and rescue me from the jail. Question, Cookson. In terms of the actual the actual palace itself, yep. Right, how far, like, if the, if those walls around, I'm guessing there's going to be walls around it. Yep, big yep. old walls. Big old walls, right? How far are we talking between, or in the distance between the palace itself and the walls? Are we talking feet or are we talking yards? Uh, we'd be talking yards from the walls, right. yeah, because yeah. you're going to have the main courtyard in front of it. Why are we not talking metric? <laughs> Because it's fantasy one. Oh god! Okay. Yeah, and nobody and nobody talks metric. Oh, I understand metric. Is, 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 is it meters or is it more meters? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you all. Okay. <laughs> don't let. I, I don't need to know the scale of anything. Fuck you. Just, right. just put it. Just okay. Put it into Google. It's seventy-four point two meters. <laughs> okay. Right. So, let's forget. Think of it this way. If you were stood at one end of a football stadium, that would be the wall. The other end would be the palace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, okay. it's, it's, a, it's a bigger distance than we think. Yeah, they have like their own barracks and standing army in the palace. Like there, there is, it's a big place with lots of things. I'm thinking, there's all, there's, unfortunately, none of the rest of us are going to be able to get in there. Not as servants, not, except maybe Solara. Who might be able to pass as a servant, but I would doubt it because I don't know. I, I wouldn't suggest putting. Um, I would describe it as a combustible personality in there. Yeah, she's chatty. Yes, rude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Part kettle black, I know, but still, I, she's yeah. chatty. I mean, yeah, we're, we're, we're sorry, love, but you just don't seem to pass as a servant. That's not really an insult, though, is it? Well, I guess. <laughs> Wait a minute, the- fucking hell, I do, do I? Yeah. Yes, but everybody knows who you are, so don't yeah, fancy doing it's, that. It's not, it's not exactly so, is it? But yeah, I mean, you've, you've got the, um, what, how can I say, 
And I, in fact, you don't really pass a servant either because you are you don't really have the mannerisms of a servant. Exactly. I'm Too posh, fucking posh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right. well posh, innit? So, it, it, right. You're going to have to go... The problem is you're going to have to go in on your own. Yeah. If we'll have to set a time for... So you need to know when you need to get out of there. Yeah? So I would say what you're holding on for is... Well, depending what? on what time you get Hang on, in. hang on. Can you guys send me... If it's sending something, does it make a noise when it receives a message or anything? No, it's like a magical whisper in your head. Okay. So if I, if you guys use the sending stone when it's like, I don't know, to let me know roughly when the time's going to be, because you don't, because because I, I, I can let you know if I run into trouble or not from my end. But otherwise, we can't have a full conversation on it because it's one message a day, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. You're in no rush, though, really, are we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think we're in a rush. But the longer you stay there, the more likely you are to be found. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I just, I'm just, I just want to get in there, find out everything I can at the council meeting, and then get the fuck out of Dodge. Why the fuck? Why don't we just tell, um, what's his fucking name? Um, Heinrich, Heinrich. to go sh- like fuck himself, make him do it. <laughs> <laughs> because because this is the thing that we took on at the beginning. I don't give <laughs> and, a shit. <laughs> We're and sucking the- this off. We're selling some drugs. Yeah. <laughs> cooking. <laughs> party just, party's just like, nah, nah. You can go fuck yourself, mate. Yeah, no, I ain't like, doing like, this shit. Why, why are we so pivotal to all your fucking plans? Do it your fucking self, you asshole. Because I'm paying you. Oh, you already accepted. <laughs> we signed a contract. Yeah, but you're an enemy of the state. We're handing you in. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can go turn him into Kren if you want. <laughs> Yeah, and then, and then we'll turn him in. Kren will be like, thank you so much. And then Bonkle will stab him. It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and then we can all just, like, not bake in the sun. It's all fine. <laughs> yeah, we resolve the dilemma of the whole campaign in five yeah. minutes. Job done. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't think we're going to have an, a, a rescue plan here. I think, literally, you have to go in. You need to get the, the main things done. So. See if you on your wander on your on your way in, look for any slightly less guarded points or anything like that. You know, try and be aware and look for those things on your way in. When you're actually doing the servant job, you are literally waiting for this person from the south to talk. And I would suggest possibly the Doom Guide, because I'm assuming he's going to be in there. Hopefully. Providing Sophia's actually told us that's where he's gone. Yeah, I told you. Yeah, and, and I might want to find out what, what Kren says as well. And possibly what the Doom Guide wrote, was trying to write in his letter. Yeah. Um, so, but that's because Kren's obviously trying to uh, elaborate on his plan. Mm-hmm. But I would, I would imagine that the, the people talking will be part of the plan. Maybe less so the Doom Guide. That'll be a... You know, He's just pissy. Yeah, and they might well have turned him into something else. Um. True. But this person from the south, or whoever it may be, is it, they must be important, I would assume. So it's going to be Kren's plan, how this person helps Kren do his plan or fits into the plan, then up a deck his toilet and then get out of there. Yeah. Is he? Um, where, where, where's the um, the place where the Illuminated come from based? Is that south by any chance? Um, not that you know of. Okay. What, the Spire? Yeah, the Spire. Uh, Vorik Spire was, uh, it's on, I mean, so Solara can give you like 
general idea. It's in the it's on another continent in the northwest. Okay, I just yeah, that's the, yeah, that, that's fine. I just the guy from the south. I was just wondering whether we were going to meet somebody else from this cell, but we'll we'll, we'll find uh, out. I mean, I'll say this: out of all the people here, I'd give Sophia and actually just Sophia, actually, because Rogar wouldn't know that much about this because he's not from this continent. I give you a general history check to know what's in the south. Ooh. What's in the south? <laughs> mm. Very very hot people. Ooh, nine. Nine. Do you vaguely know that there has been, throughout the years, there's been wars with the southern nations that uh, Oshara, which is where Varadin is based and essentially rules over as a country, uh, has been at war with um, Kasharai, which is a country down to the south. And yeah, there's been border conflicts. As far as you know, it's been peaceful for the last few years. I didn't really like spend much time learning anything did i apparently not no you you, you weren't a great student it's true i mean you, you were a lot better with a bow than you are like with a book hey at least i can read i can read too are you sure about that yep okay right i have so... an intelligence of 11 i can <laughs> read at, <laughs> at, at probably like i don't know like at least a 10 year old level so fuck you snob right so, <laughs> right. What we've so what we've got to do is the plan has to be. Yeah, it has to be on you. You have to be quite the, fluid. Yeah. yeah. I, do, do you know what I really wish? Is, I wish you think so. Go on. Yeah. I was just gonna say. I really wish I had some kind of like fantasy headset. Yeah. See, we could just be. <laughs> you know, like 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 like, like proper spy movies where I'm like talking into my cuff um, as I'm wandering around, and, and you guys are like talking in my ear. Yeah. The only other thing that. What would be really good is like an escape rope from Pokemon. It just gets you straight out of the cave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or um, d- divine intervention. Yeah. Spell, spell from Morrowind, which just used to fuck you off to like a temple. <laughs> Anytime combat got hard, you were like, nope, divine intervention. You just appear in a temple, like, yep. <laughs> fuck that <Yeah>. shit. <laughs> Not dying today. Sadly, the divine intervention spell in D&D is a bit different. Yeah, probably. Right. I have so, two potions that we don't know that what they do. You can always no. Let's not risk it for. Let's let's not chug random potions, guys. Okay. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> potion of invisibility. You've got the potion of invisibility. I do. And greater healing and mind reading. Um. Oh, we didn't get the air one, did we? We should have probably got the air one, but never mind. Oh yeah, um, when we turn to a gas, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, y'all shitting all over the uh, potion of gaseous form now suddenly seems fucking useful, don't it? <laughs> it was expensive. It was expensive. Almost like this is a giant orchestrated game. <laughs> Fine, we'll go back. Jesus Christ. Yeah, too it doesn't late. Matter. It doesn't matter. We'd have bought it and then we would never have used it because they would, we would always been waiting for the time when we need to use it. Like the boat. No, don't, don't need it now. to use the boat for yep. a year now. Yeah, well, don't be in a landlocked country. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whose fault is that? Of course. <laughs> Who, Who wrote gave this us shit? a boat? Um, <laughs> the right, random uh, loot table gave you a uh, boat. <laughs> shot, shotgun your um your ring, Rogar, for, at least for today. Oh, the ring of protection. Is that attuned? It is an attuned item. But yeah, well, to be I, fair, I, 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 to be fair I, I, before before I go in anyway, I want to go and get my gun sorted. So. I'll say you have time to head to Valmins, get your gun fixed, and come back. And that'll, that'll probably give me enough time to, to, to attune as I'm going. 
yeah, you, as long as you just, as long as you're intending to completely ignore all the horrific acts going on in the street and not intervene. I'll oh, mate, you. totally. Yeah. Totally, it's not my problem. <laughs> I just say, our heroes. <laughs> <laughs> to be to be fair, I was going to offer it to you anyway. Oh, thanks, mate. <laughs> and so. He's just saying that now, so he seems like a goody-goody. Yeah. No, 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 no. There is method behind what may seem as my madness. But no, I was going to offer you the ring anyway. Um, Thanks, mate. But yeah, so that's fine. I will take it's it. It's just out. a ring of protection, plus one, so it gives you plus one to my AC, right? Plus one to your AC and plus one to death saving throws. Plus one to all saving throws. Oh, sorry, yes, plus one to all saving throws. Including death, though. That's cool. Yep, including death. Technically, uh, Rogar's aura of protection works against death as well. Oh, yeah. Assuming Why do you he keep is alive in 10 feet. Doesn't work on his own death saving throws because he's oh. dead, but works on other people's if he's nearby. Cool. Is that uh, why we haven't died? He No, he only got that this round. Oh. This level, sorry. I did that now. Right, that's a bit better. So I'm, I now have an AC of 18 now instead of 17. So that's a little bit better. Happy yeah, day. so mine is also 18. Yeah. But Let's that means I can attune to the book. Oh, you can do that now? Um, well, if I can do it while we're walking, yeah. Um, it's up to you on that call. I'd say you'd have to start reading it to a tune. I mean, you can wait in Heinrichs if you want and start reading it, but that's up to you. Tommy's just going to go get his gun fixed and then go straight to the mission. So, Yeah, if you guys are cool with that, I'll, I might as well wait around here then. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's fine. I mean, I'll go get my gun, guns fixed with you two, um, the two girls. Yeah, and the I think, shouldn't... Rogar be with us when we're waiting for Tommy to... Oh, no, no, you, you guys go back to Heinrichs to wait and, and meet up again, and then you guys can wait for me. I thought you wanted to meet uh, wanted us to be near the outskirts well, of... Yeah, the... yeah, but, but I mean, I'll, I'll... You guys can make your way there. What I mean is, you, the three of us go get my guns fixed, and then you two go back to meet Rogar, mm -hmm. and I'll go straight to the place dressed as a servant, and then you guys head up to somewhere near the palace. Okay. Alright. Makes sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. Cool. I might walk you there, to be fair. What, to the palace? Yeah. Yeah, but then you'll be walking back on your own, so... No, I'll be with Solara. Okay, walk me to the palace and then go back and meet Rogar. Yeah, I don't okay. think anybody should be walking by themselves. That's fair enough. very party mum of you. But thank you. As I say, but but, it, but it's okay to leave me with the unarmed combatant guy, yeah. I mean, I I I, I, I figure seeing as his name isn't on one of the lists, um, ah, yeah, and he's so. he's a government like worker, probably 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 as, as 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 safe as you can get in these times, really. You're the one who wants to read that fucking book. Yeah. Otherwise, come with us. It was just an idea. Well, just come with with us then. Right. Well, if if you guys prefer that, I come with. I'll come with. Yeah, come come with, and then you can read the book right. while you wait for me. Right. Okay. Fine. We'll do that. All right. We'll that. It's okay. like actually how we plan out a day out together. <laughs> this is this is this is step by step. Right. So first we'll get pizza, <laughs> then, and then, and then we'll do the and thing. And then, and then someone wants to do something slightly different, and then it's like, okay, well, you want to do something. He's like, no, I don't really want to do something different. I'm just, I'm just saying it's an option. And then we're just like, okay, well, it's all fucking options, but which one are we doing? <laughs> Six hours later, still yeah. not actually done anything. God yeah, damn it, still not left the house. <laughs> so hungry. Why can't we just decide? <laughs> right, let's go. Right, fine. Yes, we'll all Bye, Heinrich. Bye. <laughs> Peace out. 
Right, and I guess we walk through the streets through a scene of horror again. Mm. You do indeed. And it is just as horrible as earlier. Again, you're seeing more of these cages just stuffed with people. Knights and city guards almost seem to be having a cruel bit of revelry around the whole thing. Like, they're relishing the fact they're going to kick down on the citizen folk and the poor and unfortunate. And having the illuminated round to back them up is just making the whole scene a lot more horrific to stomach as you're going through and over developments. Man, these, these guards sure are a bunch of assholes. Yeah. They make us look good, don't they? Uh, yeah, but but Tommy Tommy kind of pays very little heed, to be honest. He's oh like, yeah, you're eh. supposed to be concentrating. Yeah, not not my problem. <laughs> I, Fair uh, enough. Neutral to all matters. Uh, yeah, let's go get our guns fixed. So we're walking to Valmins. Yep. So you walk to Valmins. Uh, when you get there, he is very happy to see you because he thought you two would. Well, he thought Tommy was dead, and he doesn't care that much about Rogar. So. <laughs> Yeah, Rogar did die, but that's another... Yeah, that's another story. What, well, so, Oh, lad, you're all right. And uh, you see the little gnomish man kind of runs over and actually gives you a bit of a hug when you arrive, because he is uh, genuinely happy that you're not dead. Oh, well, I, I, I accept, accept the hug warmly, because he is a good mate. Hmm. Um, yeah, so we, we, we sorted out your little problem. I feel I think um, Sophia and Solara kind of filled you in on what happened there. Yeah, me and me and... Well, I say big blue over there, big, big grey now. Um, <laughs> kind of um, ended up falling through a pit and um, I saw some ghosts. He killed an old guy. It was a whole thing. Um, but more to the point, uh, all my guns are broke again. Told you. He kind of sighs and he does that thing where you kind of pinch the brow of your nose and he's like, <laughs> oh, you, why do I bother every bloody time? And he says, come on, and takes you into the workshop. He goes, normally I would charge you for this, but given that you helped me out, I'll do your solid in the uh, fixes. Which gun are you giving him? Are you giving him both or just one? Uh, I, I'll give him the two that are, that are buggered, which is the long rifle and the um, and my last right to pepper box. Okay. He uh, fixes both of them up. It takes about half an hour, which is more or less what you expect. And uh, he hands them back over to you. Try not to break them, please. Yeah, look, look. Is there any chance you and I could have a bit of a get together sometime, and you can kind of show me how to do this without? Well, thing always, always a little bit worried about repairing my own guns because I might bugger them up completely. So, any oh. chance you could give me a bit of training or something in this at some point? Sure, lad. I can uh, help you out. I mean, I always thought you might have a bit of a more of a knack for uh, tinkering and such than you actually considered. Uh, I've also got that project your uh, friend over there asked me to start up. It might be useful for you to sit on that too. Ah, yeah, sounds good, mate. Yeah, let's um, listen. I've got a busy week this week, but let's um, maybe pencil some time in for next week. All right? Sure, lad. Just uh, let me know. Yeah, I'm um, got got a lot on. You might you might have seen the posters for me fight in the arena. Oh, that's you. Oh, um, yeah. Someone was talking about that the other day. They showed me a poster. Yeah. Well. I wouldn't bet on the other guy, if you know what I mean. <laughs> the other guy's massive, dude. Yeah, bigger they are, harder they fall and all that. Bigger your ego is. Yeah, yeah, but I've got the bits to back it up, haven't I? <laughs> you'll do fine, you'll do fine, yeah, right? Right, yeah, Rogar? I'll be all right. Right, but yeah, mate. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> cheers, cheers, Val. I mean, that's, that's great of you. And it's really nice to see you again, mate. 
It's good to see you too, lad. Uh, you see, actually, as you're in the workshop, you can see all the robot parts you gave him have been kind of cleaned and they're all sort of laid out at the moment, like he's getting ready to start putting things together and fixing stuff. It's kind of all prepped and ready. Awesome. So you're going to be building us a little robot buddy then? Aye. It'll, it'll take a while. I don't really have the tools I did down in the lab, but it'll, uh, it'll suffice. Awesome. Looking forward to it. Well, pal, well, um, I'll better get on. Um, infiltrating the palace today. But uh yeah i'll see you soon he kind of raises an eyebrow with that like okay i mean <laughs> I, I told you it was a busy week what can i say okay well try not uh, to end up in a guillotine hey, or Robin, have you ever been in the palace you got any um got any hints or tips <sighs> no lad i've never been in there just if you're going in try and keep your head down a lot of guards around yeah fair one i'm um going and looking a bit like this and i'm going to clip my fingers and turn into a Servant. Oh, that's a that's a neat trick. Oh, you've not seen that before, yeah. Yeah. Um apparently I can do that now. Well, the things we learn along the way. <laughs> Absolutely, mate. Anyway, yeah, I'll as you see I'll be keep, definitely keeping my head down, but yeah. Well, I'll catch you later, mate. Good luck. And uh the bunch of you head out and so you're all heading towards the palace, is the plan. Yes. Uh, yeah, I mean, but I, I guess you guys are gonna stop before you get sort of within yeah. sight of the guards on the gate. Okay, we'll yeah. try and like show you where we'll be stood, like a rendezvous kind of point. Yeah, if I if if I end up getting back there, if I up, if I find myself safe out of, out of the palace somewhere else, I'll send you something through the sendings. Otherwise, yeah. yeah, I'll meet you. Yeah, well, we'll see what happens. <laughs> Has to be very fluid. This doesn't it? Yeah, totally. Well, there's that, and plus, if we say if we set ourselves like a ta- like a deadline, and if you're not there. We'll have to we'll like, just move ourselves, won't we? Well, no, no, no. What I'm saying is because the tunnel that he's trying to escape through that leads through the prison. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Could we, don't take any, go. we don't know where that's going to go. So if we can't stay there the whole time, so we'll have to set ourselves a time deadline and yeah. then we'll, we'll make it back. We'll go back to, to the house and we'll meet him there. Yeah. If, I, if I'm not back by, I don't know. Right. Yeah, like the by dusk, basically, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, basically, yeah. If I'm not back by the sort of sundown, yeah, you guys just head back to the house. Yeah, I mean, Heinrich gave you the impression the meeting for this evening is probably going to be like 11 p.m. Uh, so quite late then. Yeah, all right then. Okay. So the palace that you go. Yep. Gonna head okay, in. Well, as you make your way through into the noble quarter towards the government district and the palace and everything, you do notice the guards here. There's just way more guards. There's knights everywhere. They're all still wearing those purple crystals in their chest plates, which you guess is a quick way for them to call in the illuminated if there's a problem. And you see the regular city guards are wearing slightly nicer armor, it's like gold trim. It's all very fancy. And you can tell that this is obviously the more upmarket part of the city just from the people there. And as you start to get closer, you, I guess you break away from Rogar and Sophia, who kind of hang back a little bit. And you go where Heinrich kind of described would be the servant's entrance. As you walk around the side of the uh, the Court of Eternal Truth, you do get a good look at it. And I don't know, for Tommy, this might be the first time he's ever really seen the capital of his own city. Probably, yeah. I mean, I might have seen it in passing, but I didn't have, don't have much call to come up this end of the city, to be honest. So I don't... Maybe I saw it when I was a kid. Um, but... Probably not since then. I mean, it's, I'm a more of a shadow skulker, really. So mm. this, this, this would be like the last place I'd want to go. It is 
grandiose, I will say that. And even just seeing it through past, like in gaps in the walls and in the bars of the gates and stuff, it is a massive palace that has clearly been built over the years and it is just awe-inspiring to stand before. It, it gives that impression of a, of a prosperous city rather than a warlike city. Like, it doesn't look so much that it was built to be um, like a fortress. It was built to be a palace. And whether that was supposed to indicate a country that wasn't looking to go to war in a sense, or maybe it was trying to be more of an economic power or a, uh, a bastion of morality to the bordering countries and things like that, you're uncertain. But they definitely put a lot of work into trying to make this palace as awe-inspiring and grandiose as possible like it 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 is impressive and for you actually a little bit insulting because you kind of have that thought of well they put that much money into this but the slums are shitty mm. but that's what you see as you start to walk past yeah so um unsurprisingly tommy's gonna mutter to himself fuck me as he looks at it <laughs> you start making your way round the uh the walls and eventually you do see a couple of guards stood roughly where heinrich mentioned was the servant's entrance Okay, so I'm, I mean, I'm already dressed in my servanty garb because I, I haven't decided not to be. So from Valmin's out, pretty much I've been dressed as a servant. So um, I'm going to just kind of shuffle up. I mean, I'm a little bit nervous anyway, but I'm going to play up on that nervousness to okay. make it look like I'm I'm kind of a, a new servant coming here. Um, for you know, because they, they need they need new they need more servants for this big council meeting. So yeah. I'm coming in just as a new, yeah, a newbie, basically. First first time in this yeah. area. And Heinrich did give you papers to get past this point. Like, he, yeah. they have arranged for the idea that a new hire is coming in. And as long as you kind of play that role, you should uh, be okay. Uh, just to clarify, before you go get into the palace, are you wearing the gear he gave you? Or is it all um, illusion? No, I'm, so I'm wearing, so I'm wearing the gear he gave me. But you're illusioning I've, your face. But I'm illusioning my face, and I'm illusioning. I've tucked the cape in tight at the back, but I'm okay. illusioning. I'm illusioning that as well, so you can you can't see it. But it's it's not like it's flapping around, so it's really obvious. Um, but I, I wanted to keep my cape on. So you're looking like a slight hunchback. Yeah, a little bit. But that, that that I'm sort of playing up to that role a little bit as well. Okay. So as you approach the guys, do you say anything as they're sort of stood there looking a bit stern? Uh, excuse me, sir. I, I'm. Uh... I'm here. I'm a new hire for the um, servant for the uh, for the council meeting. Uh, sorry, I've, I've got my papers here. Just, just, just thank. Just one second. Um, there you are, sir. Sorry. Mm. Oh, are you now, lad? Oh, give him here, and he kind of rips them out of your hand. And do me a, a persuasion with advantage. Okay. As he kind of starts leafing through these papers, you're not even entirely certain this man can read. He's just sort of like. Stubbing his finger at them, like, mm, yeah, 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 yeah. A 13 for me. A 13. He kind of looks at him, squints a little bit, and goes, Well, this uh, seems to all be in order here. You uh, get yourself up to the palace. You need to get to serving them, their nobles now, don't you, lad? And he sort of pushes the uh, the orders back into your chest and almost to try to knock you off balance and knock you to the floor. I, I, I pretend to stagger more than I actually would. Um, from that, and um, I kind of play it up a little bit, and I'm like, "Oh, uh, thank you very much, Gov. Uh, could you could you tell me which door I'm supposed to take?" <laughs> oh, bloody little newbies! I never know where to go. He kind of gives you a rough direction of what would take you to the uh, the kitchens and servant area. 
uh, and I, I sort of give give my forelock a tug and I'm like, uh, thank you very much, um, sir. Uh, but I appreciate your help. Uh, I'll, I'll be getting going now then. Oh, I bet you need to get going, lad. If you don't, they'll like you from just like they did the last lot. And he kind of like chuckles darkly with his friend and they kind of laugh at you as you walk inside. I, I kind of play up the fact that I, I'm, I'm scared by that. <laughs> okay. So you uh, make your way past the walls, and do you go directly on his directions, or are you going to try to go somewhere else first? I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a take a good kind of perception around to see what I can see. Basically, a sixteen perception check. Okay, uh, with a sixteen perception, as you start to walk so around the side of the walls and through what is kind of like the far end of the courtyard, you can see a number of uh, squads of guards and uh, military personnel training. You can see lots of knights about. You don't see any illuminated or anything particularly monstrous on the outside, at the very least. Uh, As you get closer to the service quarters, you see a number of other servants are actually lined up waiting as well. And they all seem to be waiting outside of a door, getting uh, sort of dressed and ready to go in, and they're they're, they're like prepping themselves a little bit on like what they need to do today. So I'm going to kind of have a little bit of a, while, while, while I'm doing that sort of, I'll, I'll pretend I'm sort of tucking my shirt and stuff. And um, and then almost as if I kind of feel like I, I need to go to the toilet or something, I'm just going to kind of wander off around the corner and just see if there's anything kind of nearby that's worth having a quick look at before I go in. Okay, uh, around the corner, you take a look around, you go to, I guess, towards the wall side, and looking down there, uh, you don't see anything particularly interesting. You notice there are no back gates to the palace. Uh, There's a reasonably large gap between the wall and the back of the palace, but there's no direct entrance there that you can spot. So I've only seen one entrance, well, two entrances, the servant's entrance and the main entrance so far. Yeah, so you've seen like the main gates, and then yeah, there's the side servant entrance, and that's that's all I've seen so far. Mm-hmm. And I and I can't see any others. Right? Okay. Um. Uh. So I, I basically, I don't want to get into this area here on my way out because this feels like a killing ground. Mm-hmm. Um, in this gap here. So. Okay, uh, I'm gonna kind of head back round to join the rest of the servants now. Okay. You see um, three servants are sort of stood around sort of talking to each other now. They seem to be just sort of, you know, shooting the shit kind of thing. Uh, I'm going to kind of wander up to them and go, um, all right, guys, um, I'm new here. Uh, just been just been hired to replace some. They didn't actually tell me what happened to the last lot, but yeah. You guys all right? Oh, uh, yeah, mate, I'm all right. Uh, my, name's, uh, my name's Tom. Good to meet you. He kind of shakes your hand. Oh, no kidding. My name's Tom. Ah, oh, what coincidence. Yeah, um, well, nice to meet you, mate. Uh, so, oh, I mean, new here to this this whole thing. I've, I've served in a few of the taverns before, but never anything quite this grand. Uh, any hints or tips for me? Oh, wow, uh, only tavern work? Gosh, uh, that's, uh, that's surprising. Um, I, you know, I've worked in a few of the noble houses before. Um, I guess don't look at them directly they don't like that uh always be quick with a, a pitcher of water or uh, some wine make sure they've never got an empty goblet uh basically just uh they want to be given refreshments but not to notice you're there okay f- f- fade into the background kind of thing yeah yeah don't definitely don't try like talk to them or interact with them or anything okay brilliant um listen i've got my papers here but do you do you know what kind of roles is it, is it just all going to be drink serving tonight uh, if you give him your papers, he'll take a look at them. Yeah. 
Uh, he looks at him and goes, oh, okay, right. Uh, I guess this is why you're here, then. You're doing, you're serving the council meeting? Yeah, that's, that's it, yeah. Oh, okay, uh, well, like, myself, uh, Mel and Laura here, sorry, and he, like, points to the two people he was talking to, these uh, two young women, and they kind of, like, wave at you. I kind of w- w- wave, wave my hand sort of sheepishly, as if I'm a little bit nervous. Yeah, um, uh, ourselves and the uh, the head servant will be attending in the room, so mostly they want you just sort of stand there and keep a sharp eye on the table. Like I say, like, go up and, like, refill their drinks or bring them food if one of them signals. They'll, like, they'll raise a finger or something and kind of point towards you without looking at you, so you gotta got to pay attention to stuff like that. Okay, brilliant. Thanks, guys. I'll, I'll, I'll sort of I'll follow your lead a little bit, if you don't mind. Yeah, yeah, no worries, no worries, man. I know it's, uh, it's always a little bit nervous in the palace. Yeah, uh, so what what happened to the last servants, if you don't mind me asking? Um, well, I mean, I, I heard a rumor that they were caught stealing or something, and, and um, well, you know, uh, punishments around here are a bit severe. Yeah, man, I mean, yeah, yeah. Not just in the palace, eh, but uh, this, 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 that's, that's not something to be doing around this, especially with the political climate like it is. <laughs> Oh, I I wouldn't know too much about it. He kind of like looks a little bit sheepish at that, and always looks away from you a little bit. Like, I know, I know. I just I just try to do my job, you know. Uh, tell me about it, mate. Tell me about it. No, I mean, I'm not I'm not involved in any of that stuff going on out in the city. I'm just trying to keep my head down, do my thing, you know. Well, that's good. That's that's best to be safe. Yeah. So, look what what time is what time do we need to be in place? Um. Well, Jacob should be coming out here soon to collect us all, give us our uh, drinks and uh, food to stand with. And uh, I, unless there's anything else you'll do, I can skip forward to that point if you'd like, unless you want to talk to the other uh, servants. Um, I don't think there's anything else that I want to say. Does my subconscious have anything else it wants to say? <laughs> no. No? No. Bon- bon- no, bon- no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm good to move on then. Okay. So... Uh, a few minutes pass. It doesn't actually take that long before the uh, door to the main palace opens, the side door, and uh, you see another man who looks a little bit older than the rest of the servants, but is definitely dressed in kind of similar garb, maybe slightly nicer taken care of, but looks like he is a regular palace servant, and he uh, looks over you and goes, Oh, good. Uh, everyone is here and ready. Um, the meeting will be commencing soon. The noble families are already in attendance, so they will be wanting drinks and refreshments soon. It is... Uh, Best that we get moving. Come on now, and he kind of like claps his hands and like starts ushering you all inside. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna gonna follow behind, and uh, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna just follow behind, and, and I'm basically as as we go through, make our way in. I'm just gonna be sort of perception checking everything, looking around, seeing if I can spot anything obvious, anything, any passages leading off that might be useful later on. Okay. Uh, as you're going through the servants' quarters in general, um, it's quite drab in here. You can see. Um, a way that leads to like the uh, servants' kitchens, and the way that we clearly lead to like the bigger kitchens where like all the noble food gets prepared. You see a servant's like bedroom, like it's just a bunch of like rather shabby looking beds all crammed into a room. And as you're being led through by Jacob, eventually you kind of join what you consider to be like a main corridor, and you're suddenly in the palace proper, and it is overwhelming the uh, difference between the two uh, corridors. Like, you walk out of this kind of dingy area of a palace, and you walk out into this massive hallway that is covered in art and tabards and tapestries, and there's, like, vases on plinths, and it's, it's just overwhelming. It's like you've just walked into the, a fancy art gallery. 
You wouldn't know what that is, though, would you? Yeah, but t- 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 Tommy, Tommy knows there's some expensive shit in here. <laughs> um, re- resist the urge to sort of whistle to himself. <laughs> Um, because he doesn't want to draw too much attention to himself, but he's like, "This is a hell of a score." <laughs> <laughs> like, if if I could, if if I could get into this place unguarded, out of hours, I'd be set for life. You hear the phantom voice of Handrel, "Rob them blind." <laughs> <laughs> oh, I fucking would if I could, Handrel, mate. I fucking would if I could. Ah. Uh. So yeah, as you're all kind of brought through to there, you see a number of other servants come through, and they seem to be dressed like uh, like kitchen staff, and they're bringing out like trays of uh, little finger foods and stuff like that, and they hand them over to each of the servants, and you're uh, pushed a big uh, plate that you're supposed to balance on one hand. Ooh. Okay. And then they give you a uh, jug of wine. Okay. And uh, Jacob kind of goes, okay, so... You two will be refreshing water. You two will be refreshing wine. I want you stood on opposite sides of the room from each other so that each noble can signal you as needed. Uh, ensure that everybody is given the correct amount of food. They will let you know if they want more, but otherwise do not approach the main table. I would suggest keeping as silent as possible. We want everyone to know that you're not there. And kind of starts ushering you towards what you guess is the main council chamber. Cool. Well, it's a good job I've got fairly decent dexterity. Oh, when nice I say very, fairly decent dexterity, I've got 20 dexterity. <laughs> yes, and uh, straight up, I want you to roll me... I'm going to consider sleight of hand checks. So roll me a sleight of hand. I want to see how well you kind of initially balance all this together as you're walking down the corridor. Okay, just a straight up one? Yeah, straight up. Uh, 21. Nice. 21. You yeah. know, you never considered being a servant or bar hand, but now you're like, you know what, this is fucking easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost like spinning it on one finger. <laughs> Tom kind of looks at you and he almost stumbles himself. He's like, oh, wow, you've uh, done this a fair bit. Yeah, I mean, tavern work, you know, sloppy bars, um, grumpy patrons. Still got to keep the glasses fresh or I should they dock it from your wages and beat you. Oh, I see why you got the job. You're really good. Thanks, man. And, uh, you're, you're led towards a rather fancy set of double doors. You see, as you're going through here, there are guards patrolling. You see they're stationed outside of certain doors as you walk past, doors that are closed. And there are two guards in a full palace guard regalia stood outside this, uh, these double doors. And uh, the guards... Is there anything else to see kind of on this corridor at all? Any kind of side corridors or anything? Sure, do me a uh, perception. Yep. You're going to be doing a lot of those. Uh, 17. 17. Um, from this, where you can see, and the distance... Right at the end of this corridor, like as far down as you can go, it seems to turn and what you can just about make out goes to a set of stairs that leads up. And as a bit further before that, on your left, there is another corridor that you can't see down. Cool. Okay. Um, yeah. Right. I think that's- so the, uh, the guards outside door sort of stop Jacob and they chat back and forth a little bit as he kind of explains that the meeting's about to start. So the servants have been uh, checked. Um, the guards open the door and you are led inside the main council chamber. You are set into a large, um, slightly octagonal room, actually, with a massive council table in the center. It's actually a round table, so everyone can see each other. At the head of the table, there is a throne that currently sits seats empty. There is no one sat there. And you take a stab in the dark that that is probably Krenz the throne. The rest are all set on reasonably nice chairs, but you can tell there is a clear uh, power balance on display here. 
Uh, at the far end of the chamber, there's another large set of ornate double doors that you guess is where guests and people are brought in from because it's like the fancy entrance rather than the crappy servants way you were shown in. Around the room, you see a number of knights. In fact, you see eight knights in the room. As you look around, you can also see all the nobles are currently there and they are all cur currently wearing their masks, even though they are making small talk to each other. Tommy, are you well versed in the masks? So you uh... know which house is which and stuff? I know the one I've seen before. I know your one, and I've yeah. probably I've, I've probably got a fair idea of a couple of the others. Okay, but not I wouldn't know everyone intimately. I I know I know kind of like the 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 more powerful ones because you kind of yeah, it's one of those things you kind of learn if you see one of those move in the other direction in the street. Well, right, so, so fingers crossed. Yeah, I was going to say, is there like a check that he can make to see if he does recognize him? You can do me a general history check for your sort of knowledge. Uh, 15. It's not bad. 15? You recognize the more important houses. So you recognize House Odren, which is a, there's a man there whose name you believe is Richard. He's wearing a mask that looks like it has no eyes, but obviously he's clearly got something there that he can see through, but it looks like it's a completely eyeless mask. And you recognize House Sandar with a uh, woman there who you think the name of is Jennifer, which is a mask that has like these like so marks over the uh, lips. So it looks like the mouth is sewn shut. And the last one you recognize is House Peleus, which is another man called Edward, with a, which has a mask with a dagger going through the cheeks. The other one you would have known is House Landrin, and you notice there is a seat empty not too far away from Kren's throne. Mm, yeah. Uh, by the way, if anyone wants to see what those masks look like, they are actually a WordPress site. Yeah, they are. You know, check them out on our gallery. So, yeah, so that is what is the scene laid before you is. You notice uh, Tom and Mel go off to one side and Laura starts to head to the other side. I'll head to the same side as, as Laura does then. Um, and I'm going to sort of I'm going to take another perception check kind of of the room, not focus much on the people, but on the kind of any other exits, kind of anything obvious to kind of hide behind or I don't know, just just sort of with a sort of practiced thieves eye, should we say, or semi-practiced. Sure. Uh, with a 14, this room, you see very little to hide in. You see um, there's some doors that are kind of nicely hidden into the walls that you're guessing lead to other rooms, but you would have to open the doors to get through. Okay. You don't see any, like, easy, convenient shadows. This is very much an open room that everyone can see, and the, all the knights around the, are around the wall edges, so they're all kind of looking in and guarding all the doors. Okay. So I'm going to stand the... Um kind of the other side to Tom then uh, with, with him opposite me so I can see what he's doing and effectively just copy what he's doing, make no eye contact with any of the nobles and kind of just just view, view the room, view, view them with sort of my peripherals. Um, I'm going to see if, any, if I can spot any of the nobles perhaps looking a bit more awkward or if they all seem happy to be there. I mean, it's difficult with a mask on, I know, but body language wise. Sure, do me an insight check of the room then, see if you can get a feel of it. Yeah, who's talking to who, etc. Yeah, 21. Nice. Wow. 21. Nice. There, so, with the 21, there is a bit of a tense air in the room. They're all chatting to each other and talking, and you see a, hear a bit of laughter, and they, they're doing a very practiced dance of nobility in which they are talking to each other without giving away too much that they know, but there is an air of tension in the room. Okay. Does it seem like anyone's more tense than anyone else? 
Uh, not particularly. In fact, you see there's a just a general level of... They're a little, all a little uncertain why they've been called here. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to continue sort of blending and kind of watching what Tom's doing, and I'm going to keep an eye out for any hand gestures or anything that might suggest that a noble wants their glass refilled. Or... Uh, it doesn't take too long before one of them, you notice, um, raises his finger slightly, and you assume that is a signal for you to go forward. So I, I'm i going to take a guess here. You're going to want to probably listen in to whatever they're saying as you get close. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I want you to do me a sleight of hand check as you kind of try to balance pouring his drink and listening into the conversation. Okay. Nosey fucker. Uh, oh, shit. I fucked that up my royally after that nice 21 I did earlier. With a oh. nat one. Nat one. <laughs> you walk up behind this uh, noble who is very smartly dressed and he's uh, sat in the chair looking very, um, very regal and he's chatting with a woman next to him and you hear him say, I believe we've got some uh, special guests below us. And uh, the woman says, "Oh, you mean the uh, the emissary?" Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. It seems a friend is entertaining some of the temples. And he kind of like taps his nose, and she goes, "Oh, really? Oh, well, I feel sorry for the poor buggers. <laughs> you know how he gets nowadays." Mm, yes, yes, very much so. And as you're kind of like leaning in a little bit more, like, "Ooh, what's that about?" You spill the drink, and. I am going to roll a d100, and the worse, the lower it is, the worse it is. Can we see it? Can do. Come on, 100. 99. Yes! I hit the wrong button. I don't give a shit. It says 100. Come on! Come on! Because I literally typed roll 100. It gave you 100. I actually rolled a 16. Oh, no. Cheat. (laughs) Cheating would be taking the first one. (laughs) <laughs> so with a 16 that, that would be the best <laughs> well that sucks to be you then with a 16 you spill your drink and it gets on him apologize <laughs> he doesn't even seem to notice initially and then he looks down and sees that you spilled red wine on his tunic and you can just feel the fury radiating off this man do you say anything initially or do you just sort of stand there during the headlights uh Sounds like deer in the headlights to me. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, give me a second. I'm. I mean, I'm not sure if saying something's worse. Um, Chin him. That that is why Rogar is not doing this mission. At this this point, (laughs) to be fair, if you knock him out, you can throw him (laughs) over your shoulders like S. Ventura does the Monopoly guy and sing a song. Uh, yeah, just 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 be like, yeah, he he wasn't feeling so good. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, I'm not I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna assault him. <laughs> <laughs> not not yet. Anyway, um, uh, just start apologising. I'm just gonna say, my lord, I am my deepest apologies. I will. Even if it takes me a hundred years, I will pay for a new tunic for you. You just say that to him? Actually, do I? Maybe maybe not the payment bit. Maybe just the, you know, deepest apologies, bow a little bit and, you know, uh, scuttle out of there. Um, see if he's got to change of clothes? I don't know. 
I mean, to be honest, I have a feeling feeling that these guys don't like to be talked to by servants. Exactly. That's what I'm thinking. Say as little as possible. So apologize, bow. Yeah, I and, think I'll and do that. run. I'll do my deepest apologies and I will um go back to your spot. Back away. As you start to back away, he goes. Hmm. You're going to make a mess. You best clean it up. And he kind of looks down, and there's a little pool of wine on the floor. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bow down with a with a cloth. I'm guessing he's not gonna want me to use the cloth, but I'm gonna go for that first. As you go down on like all forces are cleaning, he grabs the back of your head and shoves your face into the ground. Clean it up like a good little animal. I mean, I'm not even sure if I can. Lick yeah, I mean, you're going to make it a difficult attempt. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to try, try, try and lick it up. I kind of make it look like I'm licking it up, but I'm sort of actually wiping it up with my hand and like my, like my a cloth. Okay. As like, and I'll do that, and I'll just kind of say nothing. As I probably the smart option. Yeah. Eventually, you feel his grip on the back of your hair loosen, and he kind of kicks you a little bit just to get you to clear off, like not to. Not like standing up and taking a swing at you, but he just kind of like kicks you to one side, like, get the fuck away from me sort of thing. I'm going to scuttle back to my position. You see uh, Jacob stood at the uh, one, uh, let's look at the um, the doorway you came in at, like just off to one side, kind of like stares daggers at you. I'm just just going to kind of like pretend like I'm I'm not about to pull a gun and shoot this guy and instead <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and instead uh, I'm just going to look like you know, like put on the fact that in my illusion, my face is very red and very embarrassed and just stand there staring kind of about two inches above like the guest heads. So I'm not, I'm not, not focused on anyone at all. Um, fuck. And then, yeah, as I say, Tommy, Tommy is pretending that he's embarrassed. Tommy's actually very, very angry. And he kind of, he kind of, if he didn't have, both his hands full, he'd be reaching down to just sort of gently stroke the handle of a gun to make <laughs> eight guards in there, dude. Yeah, but 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 I could fucking straight up murder this motherfucker before he even had a chance to stand up. And yeah, I might die after that, but dig it'd be worth good. it. It would feel so good. <laughs> yeah. Right, do we know what house he was from? Yeah, do I reckon I, did I did I have a look at his mask as I was getting um, up close, he was wearing some sort of mask that had a tear mark coming down the side cheek. Okay, I'm uh, going to remember that. History, actually, if you remember it now, but uh, yeah, I could do. Yeah. Now that you've seen it up close in person, uh, an eight. Uh, you're not certain. All these toffs look the same. Cool. Well, I'm gonna. I'm definitely going to remember the tear mark mask because I'd like to blow a hole right where the tear mark is. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I give you something to cry about, you little bitch. Right, sorry. Um, <laughs> as you're walking away, you do hear one of the other nobles. Oh, God, Crane has such bad health. He should stop killing all his servants, then he just wouldn't have the dregs. <laughs> and you hear a little titter of laughter between some of the other nobles. I'm not going to react, funnily enough. Yeah, don't rise. <laughs> <laughs> hey, fuck you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Pull out my strap. So, <laughs> I, I am so glad you're doing this mission because Rogo will be dead again. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Rogo, Rogo, Rogo would be dead again. And we'd be no close to finding out any more information. <laughs> it's, it's, um, it's interesting that the only character that you've, you've had a really good info dump on from was only because he let you kill him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let me do this info dump on you and then you can kill me. How's that? Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
I might have killed him as well, actually, because I, I, he's no better than me. I'm still a noble woman, but they don't know that. I mean, to- Tommy doesn't feel this guy's any better than him, but but right now he's he's focused a bit more on the mission. He's if it's a good job that Tommy rolled a a fairly neutral roll for today. Yes. Ah, that would have been bad. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I probably would have strongly suggested I didn't go if I'd rolled um differently this morning. <laughs> okay. So while uh, Tommy gets turned into a human dog. We're going to spin just to the outside, just because I want to know, what are Sophia and Rogar doing? Um, playing slapsies. Uh, I was going to say, did we decide on a rendezvous point? That wasn't well, we kind house? of pointed yeah, you, 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 you guys, You guys are hovering around outside, and then if, if, it, if it gets to be too long away, then you yeah. guys are going to go back to the house. I'm pretty sure that was what we said. Okay, so we're hovering around outside then. Yeah, well, so, well I don't know where you, where you want to be, but somewhere with, where, like, if I suddenly send you something on the sending stone to say "fuck, fuck, fuck, help," you can. And I'm, I'm here. I need a, an exfil. Yeah. So we need to be somewhere in the noble district, but not too open. Yeah, I would suggest. So, well, yeah. So, so, some. I don't know if there is somewhere like that. I'm, you know, what I mean, I don't know if there is. I mean, there's the tavern in the noble district. I suppose that'll do. Yeah, that'll do. Uh, what did we do last time we were at that tavern? Killed a bunch of guards. Yeah. Well, Rogar doesn't look like himself. No, Rogar isn't the same. And um, I've got my Valkyrie helmet on. <laughs> oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. Hang on, let me have a look. Solara, can you make me look like something else? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you would be relying on that. <laughs> Cookson? Yes? If I try to mind shatter somebody... Mm-hmm. Will they know about it? I mean, there's a reasonable chance, yes. Uh, okay. I mean, I don't know if you've read the particular table I reference in that one, but I mean, they're fun effects. I'll give you I, that. I, 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 I just meant I, I thought, it, thought it'd be quite funny if I have to pour another drink for this dude. If I just didn't <laughs> wander up behind him and mind shatter him and turn him bad for a bit. <laughs> because fuck that guy. I just wondered if it was really obvious that I was doing it or not. Um... <laughs> I mean, I think there'd be a bit of a glow around you and uh, sort of like that. I, I think it would be obvious you did it. Okay. But I mean, I, I was just looking at my abilities because I was actually thinking about, in a minute, when Kren comes in, uh, doing a detect madness and whether that is something that is obvious if I'm doing it. I'd say the detect madness is not obvious. Okay. That's what I was actually looking for. But, but while, while I was going there, I was like, hmm, I wonder if I made that guy insane for a bit. What was <laughs> <laughs> if he just goes, if he just flips out and starts trying to stab people, maybe the guards will have to take him out. Yeah, but then you will not get any information from him because he'll be dead. From... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, 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 the council meeting might be screwed, but I mean, I could do it right at the end of the council meeting. I don't know. Mm. Just, just fuck that guy. Um, so you're popping over to the friendly dragon, Lin Chu. Is that what's your plan? Yes. You're gonna hold up there for a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I have to ask then: Are you reading the book? Because this year, are you going to spend an hour attuning to it? Um, we will keep an eye out, dude. You, you yeah, providing you and Solara keeping an eye out, and yeah, we're fine. Whatnot, then yeah, uh, why not? I'll take an hour to have a look at the book. Interesting. Okay then. Oh crap! Yeah. <laughs> so you take the book out. Oh shit! Why do I feel like this is this is like the least opportune moment to do this? But never mind. Let's go. Let's do it anyway. <laughs> 
Yeah. Did you think of that beforehand, Tommy, or do you just think about it now? I thought about it at the moment that Cookson said interesting. Yeah. Exactly, that's what you're saying. Yeah. I thought it was just a book. Just a book, like a normal book. Not a normal book. You need to attune to it, dude. Yeah. I mean, it is kind of emanating evil. Just throw that out there. Uh, but uh, yeah, so you take the book out. And it's, uh, it's I say, a brown kind of leatherish tome. You can see a lot of the pages seem to be different sizes. It looks like it's made up of lots and lots of different uh, bits of work that have been collected together. And you're looking at the book on the outside, and it looks ancient. And you open it. You do hear a slight whisper in the back of your head when you do so from what you now realize is your sword. Yes. Oh, good master. I have wanted to read this work for so long. What secrets it must hold. Ask your sword what the fuck this book is about. Well, you're about to find out, because I've just sent you an email. Oh, shit. So I'm going to leave you to read through that email, and we're going to come back to you in a bit. About an hour, in fact. So you have fun reading through that. <laughs> Cheers. The amount of emails that Cookson sends you. Just, <laughs> like books about gibberish and... That's because he's an emissary of a dark entity. And, and Cookson loves dark entities. Well, because, because, because Rogar is... We have, we have a chief bad guy in this, and Rogar is one of the unions, so... Yeah. <laughs> You don't know this. <laughs> I, 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 I kind of assume <laughs> it doesn't bother me. You know, I don't, I don't judge people. Um, so uh, yes, so uh, I will let you read through that. And congratulations on attuning to the Phenotic manuscripts. Have fun reading. Yeah, uh, I'll see you in a bit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Tommy, after your little guffaw. You uh, hang around at the back for a little bit, and the chatter goes on, and the, they're all just sort of small talking. Like, and what the bits of information you just hear is quite dull. They're talking about like, oh, I want to tax my land a little bit more, or oh, we got to go sort out some things at the local mine, and my silver reserves are running out, and crap like that you don't really care about. And eventually, you hear footsteps approaching the room. And the double doors swing open, coming from the direction you came in from. And three men walk in. On his right-hand side, you see an older gentleman wearing full-plate armor, kind of like an iron plate. Looks quite uh, quite uh, imposing and quite practical. And he seems to be an older gentleman. His uh, mustache and beard is a little grayed. His hair is a little bit grayed. And he looks very... Um, Regal bearing is possibly the wrong word, but he looks like he has an air of command about him. Even with you, you would guess this man is some sort of military leader. It's the easiest guess, anyway. On Kren's other side, you see a man wearing similar sort of armor to the palace guards, but fancier. It's um, very elaborate golden palace garb regalia with uh, bits of uh, purple and blue underneath it in the tabard and that. And he is a large, muscular guy. And he towers a little bit over Kren, in fact. This guy looks very intimidating. You take a guess, he's probably the leader of the palace guard. Mm. As Kren walks in, you see he is dressed underneath in full armor. He is wearing a dark 
purplish and blue armor that seems to glow slightly. But on top of that, he's cloaked in a cloak that comes all, almost all the way around him, of this long, pale yellow cloak. His face is covered in like a three-quarter bone-colored mask that you see is reminiscent of what the nobles are wearing, but there's something a little bit off about his mask. And when you see it, uh, given that it's you, it very clearly reminds you of not only your own mask, but the entity that you once made contact with, especially with the yellow robe as well, that seems to be, sorry, the yellow cloak that is around his shoulders and like trailing a little bit behind him. And on his head, you see a crown made of little bits of bone. But you can't quite see whether it's coming through his hair or just resting on his head. It's a little difficult to see. And he walks into the room and the nobles go silent. And there is a chill that kind of flows through. And you see Tom and Mel and Jacob all kind of like drop their heads to the floor. They do not want to look at what's going on. And all the nobles kind of bow their heads as well. And as Kren approaches his throne, they all remove their masks and place them on the table so they can look back up at him. Okay, I'm going to um, very subtly see if I can get a, get a look at their faces as they're busy looking at him. Sure, I'll say um, the half of the table that's not got its back to you, you can see their faces pretty clearly of. Just kind of try and, try and kind of make a a mental snapshot really of, of those faces so I can recognize certainly you see um, two male nobles two female nobles I'll say that okay if you see them in the future you will recognize them okay um, yeah as that happens Kren walks around to his throne and sits down and kind of looks at the ball and you can see he's got as I say he's got this three quarter bone mask on so one of his eyes is visible and it kind of scans everyone I kind of, well, while he's kind of doing that, I'll keep my head bowed as if if I'm cowed by his presence. After a moment, he kind of lets the silence linger. He eventually speaks. I extend my thanks to you all for attending at such short notice. It appears only one member of the council deemed their personal projects more important important than my summons, and you watch as Kren's eye darts towards the empty chair of Maximilian Landry, and all the other nobles kind of like start to try avoid looking at the empty chair. You see their eyes sort of dart around, as if they don't want to acknowledge that. No matter. We will proceed without Maximilian. The first order of business relates to my recent decree. As you are all aware, these pitiful, ungrateful swine have the gall to plot and scheme against my order. Now that all comes to an end. Thanks to the excellent work being performed at the Illuminated's Tower, we have a solution. And you see Kren reaches beneath his cloak and he pulls out a small purple crystal that looks a little bit reminiscent of the ones that hang over buildings at the moment. But this one he kind of puts on the table. You see it has sort of like a flat bottom that it can just sort of rest on the ground. You have all seen the effectiveness of these little devices. Now it's time to witness the next phase of their development. You! And he kind of points to Tom, one of the servants that you've been chatting with. Come here. Tom kind of panics and almost drops his uh, tray. 
and uh, very slowly kind of like he does that thing where he's moving both quickly and slowly like he's dragging his feet but he also doesn't want to get punished and he kind of runs over to Kren's side and keeps his eyes kind of like down and he looks as meek as he possibly can and then Kren reaches his gauntleted hand out and taps the side of the crystal and it starts to glow and you feel this hum of power swell within it and then this small wave of purple energy seems to flash out and goes and seems to completely cover Tom leaves him sort of glowing for a moment and you watch as his eyes almost go completely blank and his body seems to sag and he's, he's barely holding on to the tray and his uh, other hand goes a bit loose and he almost drops the, the wine that he was holding and Kren looks to him and goes and so we see a passive mind is not a revolutionary's mind this object here is a test version with limited power but as we speak the illuminated are installing a full-size pacification obelisk within one of the less reputable parts of my fair city it will no longer be a breeding ground for unsavory thoughts we shall have peace within our walls at long last. But of course, that cannot protect us from external threats. So let me introduce you all to Varadin's new first line of defense. And you watch as the double doors at the other end of the room swing open and two men walk in. From your initial glance, they look like they're wearing the Varadin Knight armor, but it is covered in these crystalline spines at the joints and at the shoulders and at the neck, almost like it's jabbing out through their flesh. And they kind of walk in this... Mechanical would be the wrong word, but you've seen clockwork creatures and you've seen undead zombies. They have this unearthly gait about them as they walk forward. And as they come up next to the table and sort of stand directly across from Kren, he continues. With our new soldiers, whose loyalty to me is unquestionable, and our suppression of rebellious thoughts, and he looks towards Tom, who's kind of stood there like slack-jawed, Varadin will enter a new age, a great age. We shall stand above the rest of the world our might and resolve unchallenged. And Kren, you guess, is smiling underneath this mask and all the nobles start to, like, murmur in agreement. They're kind of going, oh, yes, yes, this is a great idea. Yes, yes, yes. Perfectly safe, perfectly safe. And to that end, some of you may be aware that I have decided to entertain a visitor this evening. Captain, bring in our guest and the palace guard captain walks around the table and goes back to the double doors and leaves and then after a few moments he returns with another man who's wearing full blue plate and sil- blue and silver plate armor and has a golden crest of a gauntleted hand on the front of his tabard he's brought towards the table and he's kind of stood between these two crystalline knights as the guard captain goes back towards Kred. You can see just from there. I mean, do me an insight check to see how much of this you get, but like some of this is just plain on his face. Uh, 17, so not bad. 
17. Okay, so from that, you can see this man is disgusted by these creatures. Like, they are horrifying, like, just mockeries of life, and this man does not seem happy to be anywhere near them. He looks almost like he's going to puke, and the disgust is just evident on his face as he looks at Kren and goes, Lord Kren, thank you for honoring this meeting, though I wish you would have heeded our warnings about continuing these frankly vile experiments. The Divine Hand will not stand for your continued refusal to adhere to our treaties. We agree to a ceasefire on the grounds that Ashara and Varadin cease all actions that may endanger the delicate balance of the realms. And he kind of gestures these two guys stood around and goes, these, these perversions of nature are in clear violation. You were informed by Emperor Magnus personally on how these actions can cause irreparable damage. I don't understand how you could be so foolish. And you see, he's kind of losing his temper. And when he finishes, there is just silence in the room. It is deadly silence. Until eventually, Kremlin locks eyes with him again and goes, Are you quite done, Joseph? I most certainly am not. You risk a return to war over, and Kren signals his hand up. And the two knights turn in almost mechanical unison and slice their great swords down across this man, almost cutting him entirely in two as he drops to the floor. Well, I'm certainly done listening to you. <laughs> oh, shit. Now that that's settled, I think it's time for some refreshments, is it not? And the regular guards who are stood behind Kren like open the main doors and you see Jacob starts to signal you guys to leave to get like the full meal and spread in. Okay, as as I'm kind of going out, I'm go- I want to do a try and do a detect madness on the room. Yeah, go for it. So who are you aiming at, Kren? Well, it says anyone within thirty feet. So Yeah, you have to f- focus on a person. So you can focus on one person and another person if you want. Okay, I'll, I'll start. Actually, I'll no, start. sorry. It's a, it's a one use. Sorry, that's me misinterpreting my own writing. It's You can target one person in 30 feet and detect a madness. Oh, right. Okay, my bad. Because uh, the way I read it was once per day as a bonus action, you may view the mind of others. If anyone you see is affected by a madness effect, you'll be able to identify it. Oh, okay. Sorry. I thought I wrote that differently. Yes. Yeah, so it is a general view of the room. Then. So anyone. Yeah, will... that's, that's what I'm going for. So, so, so it's a general view to see if anyone in the room has got madness and. Okay, so with that then, you do a view of the room, and all of the nobles you sense nothing from in terms of you see no outside influence on their minds. On the two crystalline knights, it's almost like you don't even sense a presence from these two people. You guess that if they're alive, it's not a life. On Kren himself, you are almost overwhelmed by the first time you use this ability, of just a torrent of madness. It is coming from all angles. If you you get a picture of Kren within his armor and within his mask and robe, and it is like his entire mind is covered in blackened barbed wire and it is digging into every part of his brain, going all the way through his body. And it, this is like, it's not one single strand. It's like 50 different intertwined strands going around him. And... When you look at it, especially due to the ability you're using, there is a there is a familiarity to it. You sense almost a kinship to this particular brand of madness. Mm, okay. And the only other thing you notice, and 
This is just because you're getting a look at their mind. The, you see the guard captain. You don't see a madness on him, but you see something similar. Almost like some sort of spell or enchantment that seems to be directly interfering with his brain. It isn't a madness per se, but there is something off about it. And again, you feel that strange familiarity to it. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Don't happen to have that orb, do you? Which orb? You know, you were given an orb to... Um... I do still have the orb, but I'm guessing I, I can't feel it humming away. So, yeah, I'm right guessing now. it's not saying, use me! Yeah, I, I, I will know when it's time to use it. Apparently. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And that's what you see as you begin to leave the room. Yeah, um, as, as, I, as I leave. I think that's all I wanted to do at the time, yeah. Okay. So as you're led towards, back towards the kitchen staff, you see everyone is visibly a little bit shaken by what they just saw, and no one's really paying that much. Is Tom with you? Tom is with you, in fact, and he is walking sluggishly and almost zombie-like. Okay, so he is following orders. Yeah, he's following orders. I guess as we get out of the room and you know, this, the scrutiny is not quite so much on me, I'm going to go up to him and be like, Tom, Tom, are you all right? What? What? Oh. And he just kind of mumbles a little bit. That that thing, what did it do to your mind? I, I don't know. I, again, it's just sort of almost unintelligible mumbling. It's like he's trying to reply to you, but he can't. Okay. So I'm just, I'm just wondering if this kind of... Uh, Tommy's kind of wondering, is this something that... Is it a temporary effect? Is it a permanent effect? Is it a spell? Is it what? What is as, it? As well, if you try Pratum a few times and you apply, but as you guys get far away and you get towards the kitchens, eventually Tom kind of like stumbles a little bit and leans against the wall and he drops his like platter and his glass and things and smashes all over the floor, and he kind of almost falls completely himself and goes, Ugh, "What the? What the? What? Where? Where? Where am I? What's going on?" And uh. Jacob runs over to him. Tom, uh, don't worry. I'll uh, we'll get you get your seat and sit down. Um, c- come with me. And he kind of like leads Tom off, and uh, Mel and Laura go, "Oh, we'll, uh, we'll we'll clean this up. Come on." And they they head off as well. And at this moment, I would say you have a brief chance to get away from them. Hmm. Do you think you've heard it all? Yeah. I don't think I don't think I, I don't think I want to risk going back in. Okay. Fair enough. Smart. Um, yeah, I think yeah. I think I've I've got enough information. I know about the um, the unliving crystalline guards. I know about the pacification orb, and I know that Kren is in fact definitely insane. And he's fight. He's gunning for a war with. Uh, yeah, people from he's the gunning South. for a war. He's 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 effectively declared war. Yeah. In that action, it's, there's 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 no coming back from that, and it doesn't look like he wants to try. Uh, and I know that he's under the influence of um, Hasta as well. If he, if he's not the avatar of, he's very much, yeah. He, he, him, him and me are kind of of a Rose. similar, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, him and the, the guard captain, wasn't it? Him and the guard captain and Tommy um, are all the king in yellows. If not, um... if, if he isn't the king in yellow, but Hasta's homies as it were the other guy that was with them with the plate armor yeah um 
guessing we know him, but Tommy probably doesn't. Right? Yeah, I think, um, I think, I think he's a military leader of some description, is what is all Tommy got. But yes, you two would know him. I yeah. they would. Yeah. So so, yeah. so if I if I could describe him to them, they'd be able to know who he was. Indeed. Yeah, I know, I know who he was based on the description. Yeah, but but not not that he ha- he kind of did, did anything of any po- import in the meeting. So no, Tommy but probably he, just he mentioned, was just there. Mentioned him in passing. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't. Yeah. Did he? Did he seem to be? Well, do I recall? Did he seem to be like to flinch when um, that guy was murdered? Uh, do me an insight check. Actually, I would yeah. say that you were watching the room. So do me. All. Yeah. Uh, Twelve. Twelve. Uh, he was a bit difficult to read. He certainly didn't seem to reprimand Krim, but he also didn't seem to... Tr- he was almost trying to not take part in any of this, is the best you can get with a 12. Okay. Like, he was visibly just there, and he didn't want to be directly involved in any of this. Okay. Okay, so he's still sane, then. Well, that, that suggests, it suggests he's not fully on board with the direction things are going. Interesting. Um, okay, so I'm in the kitchens at the moment. Uh, you're stood outside the kitchens, and they've all run inside to grab, like, cloths and things to clean up the mess that uh, Tom just left. Okay, so... Right, there was no obvious exits from this corridor. See, What can I see if I have a quick look around? Uh, a quick look around, you can see the corridor that would lead back to the council chamber. Um, the guards at the moment aren't there. They seem to have dispersed... When the meeting came on, you didn't see them when you left the room. They're, you would presume they're probably patrolling and keeping a general eye out. So the corridor leading back the way you came is free. Oh, we should have got Valman to make us another bomb. <laughs> 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 Fucking Guy Fawkes this shit. Um, <laughs> right. Okay. I'm going to. So... Right, so you need to find. Well, the... I, I, can, I, can, I can either try and, try and leave. And bluff my way out to say um, I was dismissed for spilling wine on yeah. Noble and try and leave through the main. Well, you we still have... need to find the tunnels. Yeah, you need to find the tunnels and ideally another way in. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say going back to that direction, say there was stairs right at the end of that corridor and there was a corridor that was going left. And we, we, I can't remember, where was it we said that we, we the tunnels we were pretty sure they came off of was the... In the prison is where the they expected prison. it to be. Well, they reckon there was two entrances, one in the prison and one potentially in the guest rooms. Right. I might try, because seeing as everyone's down here at the moment in the council chambers, I might try see if I can find the way through the guest rooms. Okay. Which I'm assuming are going to be upstairs. Okay. So you're so, going to head back in that direction. Yeah. Go towards are you the still going to be dressed as yourself or are you going to try and uh, change your uh, appearance? the moment i'm going to stay stay looking like a servant and i'm going to move with the purpose of i've been commanded to do something by your lord or something whatever yeah okay cool somebody's asked me to go and fetch something from their room and i'm going to say oh why don't you say the guy that you spilt shit on i didn't know his name i can't say the dude with the tear mark actually I, I, i i could Actually, I could say he's 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 instructed me to go and fetch him another, yeah, tunic. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I mean that lends an air of plausibility because you did spill shit on him. Yeah, yeah, and he's instructed me to go and fetch him another tunic, and um, and then submit myself to somebody to receive a beating. 
Actually, yeah, yeah submit myself to the prison to, to receive a beating from the wardens. <laughs> so if I okay. have to think about it that way as well. Yeah, that's, that's, that seems plausible. Well, it's, so it's a, it is a plausible reason why you're just skulking around. Yeah, so I'm hoping that lends my, um, yeah, if I have to make any checks, an air of plausibility. Because I don't feel like stealthing just yet, because for one thing, there's no, nowhere obvious to hide. And two, it looks really, really suspect if anyone does catch me. <laughs> That's fair enough. So that's your plan at the moment. Okay, yep. so as Tommy heads towards the staircase, we're going to flip back over to the bar because it's been over an hour now. And as you're drinking and uh, Rogar is fever feverishly reading, have you finished reading what I sent you? Yes, I have. <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously, I'll, uh, I'll, well, I'll tell the sword the, unless it, I'm guessing it can talk to me telepathically. Uh, it was effectively reading through your eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. reading it anyway. Yeah, so you're um, both kind of reading it feverishly. And right. so something happens to you, Rogar. Oh, right. As you're uh, sat in the bar. You're pouring through this manual and this manuscript, and this is telling you so much. Things you always wanted to know. And you're kind of like, you're skimming because there is a lot in this book, and it is going to take severe study to understand it. But even just like glimpsing at some of the pages, you see what look like spells, but in forms you've never seen before. And then you see like long bits of history and text. And it's difficult to understand. It's written in multiple languages, but with your uh, innate comprehend languages, you do understand what it's saying. And it's opening the mysteries of the cosmos to you. And it's so much to take in. And you feel it begin to bleed into your mind. And I need to roll some things for you. All right, okay. As you attune to this item. Okay. You're gaining an indefinite madness, for starters. Oh, for fuck's sake. But it is a different one from usual. And yes, you do already have one, and you can have multiple, just so you know. But this is a different type of madness. All right, okay. As you're reading through this book, you start to realize how the patterns of everything match together. And you start hearing about entities beyond your understanding. These great old creatures from beyond time and space. And then you read about even worse things that live among the stars and are so far away and monstrous to even potentially comprehend. And the thoughts begin to drive you insane. And you start thinking, everything contains messages from these creatures. It's all linked, it's all a pattern, it guides your fates towards oblivion. You think of the stars at night and what deep and secret mysteries they hold, and you realize that it guides your fates, that they have their tendrils and thoughts within everything you do, and you are utterly doomed as a species. And the thought for you, is both a mix of comforting and horrifying as you realize your potential connection to such things. And I will quote for you what you need to write in your character sheet. Okay. The constellations conceal messages from the outer gods that guide our fates. I can read our destiny in the stars, and we are doomed. Nice. Right, okay, so... <laughs> why didn't we give? Why didn't you give the book to somebody else? <laughs> Why didn't I give the book to somebody else? Because I took it from a room which only I've managed to be able to step in and not oh. fall over. Hey, I've not tried it yet. <laughs> yeah, that you know of so far. Oh. To be fair, I could unattune from the book, but I'm assuming the madness would stay with me. Cookson? 
I'll say this. Your first thought about... Your, even the thought about taking this book away from you actually kind of horrifies you. You don't want to give up the book. What happens if I ripped it off him? You can try if you want. I, I don't see any outward sign that he's gone well, insane. As by my second roll, as Rogar is starting to gibber to himself. Rogar, your forehead feels funny. Oh, is he getting like a massive horn or something? I don't know. You have to take your helmet off. <laughs> I, I don't fancy taking the helmet off. Do I have to take the helmet off? Well, I don't know. It feels really uncomfortable at this moment in time. Oh, shitting fuck. Um, I guess just... <laughs> just take the helmet off, I guess. Do you want... Do you want just Wait. Nod, nudge us and we'll leave the tavern. Um... Um... Hmm. I don't know because I'm trying. Well, Rogar knows that he well. Rogar wouldn't take the helmet because he knows he doesn't really want to be seen the way that he is. Um, I mean, I can say you guys are in a side booth where you're sat down reading, so no one's overlooking us. If you did something quick, you could uh, ask Solara and Sophia to look at you. If that's what your concern is, depends what you want to do. Well, just go to the bathroom and like. Now you can go to the bathroom, check out a mirror if you want. But what would Rogar do? Um. We are your friends, dude. I, I would shut the book and ask them to look at my forehead. All right, so you're showing your button taking your helmet off? Yeah. Well, no, no. I'll just open it. Because I'm assuming they can see my forehead if I just open it. Uh, what, like a plate one that lifts up? Well, it's, it, it opens, doesn't it, like a mouth? does. Yeah, I'd say just about you'd see where this is. Yeah. Okay. So he lifts it up, and for, for starters, you're a little bit horrified because you see Rogar's real face. And this is like but one we've of the seen it time before. You've seen it once before, and it's fucking yeah. grotesque. So you're like, okay. oh. And then you look up, and Rogar has a weird wrinkle in the middle of his forehead. And you're like, what the fuck is that? And then it opens, and you see Rogar has another eye in the middle of his forehead. Jesus, dude. <laughs> You've got an eye coming out of fucking hell. you like the three-eyed raven. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> he's, got, he's, got a, he's got a fourth eye now. Okay. Solara, can you, can you see that? That's not just me, right? No, that's that's not just you. What have, the have, fuck? Have you, have you not seen that before on somebody? God, no. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell are you reading? Um. Well, uh, how do I describe it to them? She's going to cast Detect Magic on the book, just for a general idea. Yeah, okay. Goes, she casts it and then goes, Holy fuck! <laughs> that is a very magical what the hell you were just reading that shit well you know it's I took it for a reason I thought I might as well you know how, how else you get anything out of a book you read the fucker maybe cast identify on it first or something fuck what the hell's identify Rogar doesn't know this spell <laughs> <laughs> oh my god you're all morons <laughs> <laughs> she's not wrong you, you've only got two eyes <laughs> I'm quite happy for that fact, but continue. Roga, if you close your other eyes, can you see out of your third eye? Uh, um, can Do I? <laughs> oh, well, why not? You find, yes, you can. Oh, well, that's creepy. <laughs> I don't know why that's creepier. It's than more like... creepy than the fact that, he, yeah, I guess if it was blind, it'd be fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, uh, Rogar, something else you can add to your character sheet. Um, you have grown an additional eye. Yeah. You have advantage on perception checks that rely on sight, 
and disadvantage on charisma, so deception and persuasion checks, <laughs> unless the eyes are hidden. So if they're hidden, nothing happens. You're the same as ever. If you are, if they're on show, you get advantage on perception, but disadvantage on charisma. Wait a minute. He's got one eye or an extra eye, right? What Just extra? one in the middle of his forehead. Yeah. Okay, okay. I, I was like, I thought maybe you so, said two. Just checking. No, I was, I was, I was making a penis joke. Yeah. Well. <laughs> you are so freaky. So it's just on perce- just on perception checks. Yep. So advantage on perception if my eyes are visible. If they're hidden, hidden. No. Oh yeah, yeah. Hidden, no disadvantage. I mean, yep. I don't know how that dragon dating site's going to help you now. <laughs> uh, probably won't. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a tough sell. I'll say that. Yeah. What was the disadvantage on again? Charisma checks. So persuasion and deception. Yeah, like you needed to lose points on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can get rid of the book. <laughs> yeah, but can you? Then you can get rid of the other eye, dude. You can't hide it. I'll say this. You really don't want to get rid of the book. Like, he says that, and Sophia and Solara both notice him, like, grip the book exceptionally tightly. Like, yeah, yeah, I can get rid of it. And then, like, almost tears the book in half the amount he's holding on to it. He's a junkie. Any, anytime he wants, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's Gollum. <laughs> well, you know, we'll see how it plays out. It's hot. He's clutching it like it's a dirty magazine. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Dude, wait until Tommy sees that shit. I don't. I don't. I don't want to see it. <laughs> I, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I can't unsee it. Well, with uh, Rogar's new mutations and outlook on life, I think that's how we end the episode. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, uh, thank you all for joining us, everyone. I hope you had a fun time. And uh, if you want to chat with any of us, you can find me on Twitter at, at @treasonno. You can find all my players at their character names with GTMP at the end of it. And we have a WordPress website and Facebook page as well, all under Gunpowder Treason No Plot. And I will hand you over to my uh, co-hosts to say goodbye. As usual. If you've enjoyed hearing my voice, as much as I enjoy hearing my own voice, you can find me on The Last Art of Wrestling and The Last Art of Podcasting. They're available on all good podcast providers. You can find them on Twitter at Lost Art Podcast and at LAOW Podcast. And maybe one day, you'll find me in the Red Scar Cafe on Red Scar Business State in Preston, Lancashire, the UK. You'd be Europe. the guy... Yeah, sorry. that You'd be the guy... <gasps> with the what? <laughs> I, would, I don't have a third eye. <laughs> uh, quite noticeable. You've got a massive fucking eye coming out of your fucking head. <laughs> it t- turns out we all start to look like our characters event. Yeah, so. like dogs. <laughs> anyway, so you were saying Europe for now, although, you know, things I was. are changing. Europe until October 31st. Yeah, apparently now that is the truth. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so if you want to hear more from me, um, I'm afraid you can't because I will be leaving this sweat box as soon as I am able and I'll be lying naked on the floor in front of a fan, desperately trying to cool myself down. But as usual, I do have a little semi-in-game advert for you. It is written in the sacred tome and thus it is true. At first, 
a great cacophony of thunder was heard in the sky. A large object, crafted from a material not of this world, fell from the heavens, and lo, it did have twenty sides. And on each of these sides there was inscribed a symbol. And the Lord did speak, the object came to rest. And he said, Oh, for the sake of fuck, for I hath naturally rolled a one. And as the Lord spake, so was Coxy the insatiable, dwarven prophet of our Lord struck low. This has been a reading from the Holy Scripture by the cult of the Icosahedron. For more information about our beliefs, visit your local 20-sided temple today. We know that the gods play dice with the fate of mortals. Wouldn't you like to know what rule set they're using? That's a pretty good intro to D and D. Yeah, yeah, it's not bad. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. Steve, <laughs> oh. you know what you look like to me with your good bag and your cheap shoes. You look like a rube, a well scrubbed, hustling rube with a little taste. Good nutrition has given you some length of bone, but you're no more than one generation from poor white trash, are you, Steve? Anyone can get that. Let me know. Hmm. I like calling someone a rube. Rube. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good insult. Hmm. Oh, well, as I say, thank you for joining us, everyone. I hope you had fun, and uh, we'll be back next week in hopefully a cooler climate. Fingers crossed. We yeah. British people do hate it when it is anything other than slightly miserable out. Because we have no AC. <laughs> <laughs> We don't We're like it when it's... to Canada. We don't know. Mm. We don't like it when it's that cold. We don't like it when it's that hot. We don't like it when it rains. We don't like it when it's overcast. It's true. There's a kind of a kind of kind of brisk, slight bright day that's like our pinnacle of perfection, and it comes around mm. seldom. With a nice breeze. Yes, a nice breeze. <laughs> a little bit of heat. You know, low low twenties. That's a nice no. day. For... That's never good. happens. No. Uh, right, well, I'm going to go melt, so we'll uh, see you all next week. Goodbye. Bye. See ya. Bye. Do you enjoy classic D&D antics? Do you find funny accents amusing? Do you relish a good pun? Then Shocking Gasp is the podcast for you. Join four adventurers as they try to fight the hands of fate and save the realms. It's fun. It's good times. It's Shocking Gasp. Shocking Gasp is a Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition actual play podcast, probably part of the Necropodicon Network. Visit us at shockinggasp.com. Thank you to Sirenscape for some of the music and sound effects that you heard within this podcast. They do amazing atmosphere and music, so make sure to check them out at www.sirenscape.com. Epic games need epic music.